I think about is business. I got business on my brain. I got business on my green, goopy brain. Now, Shh. ladies, gentlemen, them, they, and all, it's showtime! <laughs> Although, uh, when we do say showtime, uh, we, we do use that term very loosely. As what we've got in store for you today, well, uh, uh, our presenters have really no idea what they're going to say because they're all unprepared. So strap yourselves in and brace yourself as the Some Nobodies present PowerPoint Showdown. So start that round of applause as we welcome this week's keynote speaker. Ah, greetings citizens. Thank you for joining us for our conference today. Tonight, you're going to be hearing four professionals discuss our topic this week, monetizing your podcast. I am Zeon Prime, and with me as always, we awarded the $50,000 scholarship to some nobody's university and our weekly nostalgia prize. Trucker Hat Bill, can you uh, display the nostalgia prize for the folks oh, at home? Yeah, hang on a second. I forgot to open it up again. Okay, it looks like, oh, okay. It looks like a copy of John Carpenter's Starman on Betamax. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations. Um, wow. And also thank you to our Patreon subscribers for sending in the Nostalgia Prize of the Week. Betamax, an evergreen format if ever I've seen one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. As the keynote speaker for this week, I will be giving our first presentation. So with only four adieus for the evening, I will take our first one. Well, actually, oh. actually, Mr. Prime, if it's okay, we did have a uh, uh, we somebody sent in a message from our last week's winner, and if it's oh. okay, if I can play this, I surrender fast. the floor. All right, <laughs> we still have a dues. Don't worry. Hey, Michael, Doug Benson here. Gonna take a hit off of this pipe in honor of beating you at PowerPoint Showdown. My life is amazing because I beat you. Cheers. Our producers have our producers have okayed that video to air, so I suppose we will not be making edits after the show. Um, <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Hmm. He was a good guest, I'll tell you. They're all so happy to have beaten just me, though. They don't <laughs> seem to care about beating anybody else. Yeah. It seems I like whoever. Seems like whoever pays them makes them the happiest. <laughs> I can't speak to their shared experience, but let's get onward to our presentations. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, this week we're talking about monetizing your podcast, and I am going to be focusing on how I monetized my podcast. It is the true story of commerce and consumption. Podcasting is not easy. It's not simple, and it's a format that not everybody can get into. And when you add monetization to that, things become ever more difficult, such like climbing a mountain. First, you have to acquire equipment. Not just anything will do. You can't just use everything. You have to buy a very high-end microphone, a very high-end camera, green screen, equipment, roadies, producers, people to pull your chair back, people to set your stool up, people to clean your stool up, and people to help carry you up that mountain. And of course, the goal eventually, once you get a solid listener base, is to get those listeners to hand over their hard-earned money to you for doing very little 
other than sitting and talking into a microphone. And I'm going to talk today on how you can accomplish that dream by the example of how I accomplished your dream. Let's go to the next slide, please. Now, one day while I was talking into a microphone, I spoke on the news. I think it stands for something. I heard that it was an acronym recently. It's like new emerging weather and sports or something like that. New events, weather and sports. I don't think that's true. I think that's someone on the internet speculating, but I'll pass that on as uh, truth. Problems to solve, such as how to climb a mountain. Uh, you put one foot in front of another and hope that one foot doesn't fall behind another. Uh, Joe Rogan quotes, I can't say any of them right now because he will uh, litigate against the show and I'd rather not embroil myself in something that costs me money uh, except for paying for the podcast, which have monetized themselves that I listen to. Uh, MySpace trends. Tom, what's he doing? What's he wearing? Who's he wearing? You know the answer, but you have to go online to look at it and sometimes you have to spend money to look at it. What I think crypto is, you can check out a previous episode of PowerPoint Showdown where we spoke exactly on the nature of cryptocurrency, and I believe we answered that question and many more and made many friends along the way. WandaVision. It's a Disney show. I'm not going to speak much more on that. Things I ordered from Etsy. This eye patch actually came from Etsy. Etsy is a back alley surgeon who took the eye out when I got shot by the government drones and had a cybernetic replacement put in. Etsy also makes up part of my sexual team. Uh, now that is... You know, many different things get accomplished with that. Uh, but I think we might have families in the audience. Uh, so you can come to PowerPoint Showdown After Dark to get an explicit presentation about my sexual team. Uh, what does this have to do with monetization? I think we might figure out on our next slide. Let's move on. But then it dawned on me as I was talking into my microphone that I'm not going to cover monetization just yet. Why should I talk about the things I love, money, and getting money for doing very little effort when I can talk about what others love when that is better for them, such as, let me reread that statement so I can get it correct. Why talk about things I love when talking about what others love is better for them? Thank you. The eye patch makes it difficult sometimes to see things on my screen, even though I wrote this presentation. Absolutely truth. Now, what do others love for them? <clears throat> trucker hat Bill clearly loves his trucker hat and his truck and his hat and his bill. He will be getting a bill in the mail for appearing on the show, but we'll talk about that after the show. Patio Vic loves his troublesome conversations. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get the topic. I didn't get the title correct on that. I'll let him talk more on that during his presentation. And Michael, all jokes, Colby loves what else? Jokes uh, and comedic timing, such as the pause between what I said when I said he loves stuff and what he loved. Uh, timing really helps with monetization because if people give you money at the right time, you can pay your bills before they're overdue. Let's go to the next slide, please. Now that I'm thinking of other people, let's ask some questions. Additional questions added on to the last slide, such as how do I get their money? Uh, there are multiple different ways to do this, uh, from picking it off of their body as they're sleeping to raiding their drawer to looking over their shoulder when they punch their pin in at the grocery store. And then you do that with like that doppelganger card you got off the back alley surgeon Etsy's buddy, uh, which just like mimics whatever pin you put in. So that way you can just draw their bank accounts. Uh, number two, how do they give me their money? You trick them. You pretend that you have the same views as them. You give them a URL and you ask them for money. And then you say, you're going to use it to like, I don't know, pay for like, some kind of surgery like wisdom teeth or something. And then you go in and pack your jaws. You, you pack your cheeks with gauze on the next episode you do. So that way they think you had the 
surgery, but you're very dedicated to the show. So you come on anyway, and then you never have to address it ever again. And you get like, depending on where you go for your surgery, anywhere from like 500 to several thousand dollars. It's pretty great. Uh, number three, do I take checks? Yes. Number four, I will explain my OnlyFans account. Apparently I don't take checks. That's news to me because this morning I definitely accepted one and cashed it. <clears throat> my OnlyFans account. Uh, well, if you want to see beneath this sci-fi vest and you want to see this neck, I, try, I can guarantee you it's not all turtle. <laughs> Subscribe to OnlyFans.com slash Prime 2 because Zevon Prime was taken by my clone. Let's go to the next slide, please. <sighs> now let's talk about how I got started. How I got my first dollar, and so can you too. You can get my, well, you can't get my first dollar. You have to get your own first dollar. I worded that poorly. But I'm going to tell the audience about my podcast, Lemonade Stand. Lemonade? Lemonade Stand. About the podcast. Tell audience about podcast Lemonade Stand. Uh, <laughs> I set up a lemonade stand on the side of the road. Now... The strange thing about lemonade stands is that usually they are run by children. And I think that there is a market gap here because when you're in your thirties or appear to be in your thirties, you should be able to run a lemonade stand regardless. Now, the thing is I have bills to pay kids don't. So I have to charge like seven bucks for a, a little, like four ounce sample cup of lemonade. Um, and I set up a microphone and I would interview the people who came out to buy my lemonade. And most of the questions they would ask me would be, why is this lemonade so expensive? And I would tell them, don't worry about it. Put the dollar in the uh, in the cup. Now, I have some things to note about this podcast. First, the lawsuit. Um, apparently, the name Lemonade Stand is copyrighted to a band that plays funkadelic like jazz. And they're all saxophones. And it's like 15 mm. saxophone players. And they don't do music. It's just improvising over each other. And apparently the sound quality for my podcast, Lemonade Stand, was close enough to the sound quality of their performance that it triggered an automatic lawsuit. So I had to deal with that. <laughs> uh, Coins for Thought was a fake charity I set up to take more money from people. It was the mm. easiest way that I managed to monetize my podcast where I told people, I'm going to donate this money to people who can't think. Fortunately for them, it went to someone who can think because I thought of that idea. And of course, the fist fight with Annie. Annie is Etsy's sister uh, and did not like that we were on the same team. So she came one day to my lemonade stand, threw some fists. We got into it. She won, which is how I got this eye patch. I went to Etsy and he replaced it for me. Nice. That was how I got my first dollar, setting up a fake charity and running a podcast off a lemonade stand I set up in my suburb. Let's go to the next slide, please. Now, let me explain how money works in this day and age. Um, you provide a service. People give you money for that service if they want to, or if you steal it from them, and then you give that money to someone else for a service, assuming you don't steal that service from them. Uh, when you get enough money, it starts to be fake and just all digital. But at the rate at which we are consuming money right now, and I say we, me and the other Zvons, we all live in an apartment where the rent is split among all eight of us. Uh, that money is very much real. And... If you go to donate to my Patreon right now, you can help us afford to house other Zevon clones as they filter in and discover that we have a commune. Uh, that is roughly how money works. I am not an econ economist, economist, <laughs> economical person. Nice. Yes. Let's go to the next slide, please. Let me explain why I want your money in today's day and age. I think I did by talking about how many Zevons all live together in the same apartment building. Uh, eventually, we are planning to purchase that apartment building and use it as a shelter for wayward Zvons who have been abandoned by their cloning facilities. Uh, but that is a 
long-term dream, and we're going to need to set up many more lemonade stands and false charities before we reach that point. Let's go to the next slide, please. In conclusion, uh, one way, and the way I didn't speak on for monetizing your podcast, is selling out for advertisements. Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it depends on what you sell, such as the Pregnancy Whopper from Burger King. Uh, they present this. Um, they present PowerPoint Showdown, kind of. Uh, we haven't spoken to them yet, but we're hoping that once we do this first, they are going to buckle and send us money retroactively. Um, so, you know, that's a thing. Uh, we didn't choose the, the, the thing about advertising is you don't necessarily get to choose what you advertise for. So we were like, Hey, Burger King is going to be the thing we're doing. What's their new thing right now. And their specialty burger are the pregnancy whoppers. Um, you can see they have things like ice cream and pickles and whipped cream and cheese curds, mozzarella sticks and cheese. That one, that last one on the right doesn't look so bad. Um, but yeah, so go buy a Burger King pregnancy whopper today and help fund the Zevon cloning heritage project. And I believe that is the conclusion of my presentation tonight. Nice. Thank you. And I will now accept questions and answers from the panel. Uh, trucker hat bill. Well, nice presentation. Thank you. Is that a question or a statement? <laughs> Just that's it. All right. Next question or answer, please. Uh, Michael, all jokes, Colby. Yes. Um, you said that you use the eye patch to cover up your cybernetic. I was just wondering why get the cybernetic if you're just going to cover it up with an eye patch. Also, your mom. <laughs> oh. Uh, Yes, mothers, I have one. Um, but the cybernetic eye behind this eye patch is hideous, um, and I'd rather not present it to the world. Uh, it's a very intimate thing that I share with my team. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Patio Vic. Where'd you get that font? The font? Yeah. In the presentation? Mm-hmm. I believe it came with the... Are you trying to get me to advertise for Microsoft? <laughs> I just like the font. Oh, I believe it's the baseline font for this. Uh, uh, confidential. It's customized by Lorem Ipsum LLC. It's a good font. Thank you. They have an accreditation. Uh, you have to show it on the front slide where you got that font. Is so. there subliminal stuff in that font? Uh, maybe. Let's hear from Trucker Hat Bill. Yeah. I like the font, too. Let's hear from Michael All Jokes Colby. I'm glad that all of these characters are working so well today. Um, I just wanted to know, you were having a very hard time with uh, the name of Lemonade. Um, I was just wondering, if that's your podcast, how were you having such a difficult time pronouncing it? I typed it when this eye was closed, and so I've never actually seen it spelled out before. Uh, that answers my question. Yeah, we do. We do have a question from the audience. Oh, perfect. Let's uh, put it up on. So, you do stuff with the eye socket on your OnlyFans. Uh, I do. Blue Shoe Nick wants to know. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, 
a subscriber actually he should know the answer to this but for folks who don't um i put stuff in it and then i shoot it out ping pong balls uh little crumbly breakfast sausage bits um marbles gummy vitamins what else do i have around here that i've used um <laughs> little like bottle caps yes i think i do have one more question time for one more let's hear from trekker hat bill uh again thank you excellent quick, quick question oh, okay make it quick you sold your podcast lemonade stand at a lemonade stand yes nice thank you <laughs> excellent and i believe if that finishes our round of questions it is time for our second ado uh this will be spoken from patio vick's presentation Hello, hello. I am Patio Vic, host of the very popular Uncomfortable Conversations podcast that can be heard only on an MP3 player bought prior to 2008. Next slide. <laughs> so why did I start a podcast? First off, I started a podcast because I'm very, very needy, and I need people to look at me. So that was done. People are looking at me. I think most of you are looking at me right now, and that makes me feel a little bit better about myself. So that's that's really why. I wasn't really thinking of money when I started the podcast because um, I didn't really know what money was before I started the podcast. I've, I've always had a problem with that, and I... I'm always going to the grocery store and giving the cashier like a book and saying, is this money? And I had to really learn what money was after I started the podcast. So let's talk about E. E is something that is not only a lot of fun uh, if you're at a party, but it is a letter in the alphabet that is a vowel. And the big thing about the letter E is if you can get it right by your house, right across the fence to your house and put a large one up, it raises your home value between $250,000 and $300,000. It's, it's got to be a nice E, though. It's got to be a sturdy E. I would not say, like, make it out of balsa wood. I would, I would actually put... Um, you guys remember the erector sets? Uh, if, if you can get like an erector set and do it uh, in metal and then paint it with the rust-oleum that's waterproof, that's that, that is gonna that's gonna get you closer to 300k. I mean, you can you can put one together real quick out of play-doh and get a good 100k, but it's just not gonna last that long. So if you the erector set and the um, rust-oleum. It's got to be no more than 15 feet from your fence, and it's got to be at least five feet away from your front door. So that's really what where the E comes in there. Next slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> turkeys. 
what the heck? You know, um, turkeys and they're fat. And, 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 and the problem is, is you can't shove too many turkeys into that E because they're so fat. So what you need to do, you got to put them on a diet. And, and I have always thought that keto was the way to go for turkeys. So basically all I feed them is turkey burgers and they, they lose a lot of weight because apparently they don't like turkey burgers. I don't know why. Um, but they don't like the turkey burgers. And if you run over them with a off-road truck, that also tends to take a little bit of weight. It makes them more compact. You can get more of them into the E. Um, I'd like to draw your attention to this, uh, this tie-dyed um, rat dog goat um, that is on the screen here. Now, this, this is not a turkey. Um, this, this is not a turkey. However, this is really important in a turkey's life because what this is, is this is what a turkey sees right before that big off-road truck goes over them. And once you get that image in your brain, man, people just want to send you money. So what I do is I recreate that in a podcast and the, the audio turns into a visual. There's turkeys, there's, um, there, there's cows that look like that. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe they were, um, catching a wave and then the wave turned out to be nuclear waste or something like that. So yeah, I think they, that all comes together and, I got to tell you, people are just sending me nickels and dimes left and right. Next slide. Exactly. Now, when you talk about cornering your market, first of all, you got to find out who likes you. So your market is the people who like you, who like to listen to your podcast. And my particular market, most of the people like my podcast have a Judas Priest belt buckle. So if you have a Judas Priest belt buckle, then you tend to do better with the market that I work with. And the other thing is, is ticks get really, really big when they've been on you for a long time. So you, you need to shove those suckers down because the ticks are going to eat into your market. And we, we don't want that. Um, so my market, just to summarize, my market is folks who have a Judas Priest belt buckle, very little personality, and don't like ticks. So you got to immobilize those ticks, even if they're giant, like the one you see on the screen there, you got to put your finger on them until those ticks say, Hey, I'm not going to bug your listeners anymore. I'm going to go ahead and go to somebody else's podcast house and talk to them where I'm wanted more. That's, that's, that's basically the idea there. Next slide. Oh, of course. So how do you want to get money? So you can really go a lot of different ways. Do you want your podcast to be about money? So let, let's say you have a podcast about money where you say, hey, here's a dollar bill. There's some stuff on it. And you turn it around and say, ooh, look at the old uh, uh, pyramid with the eye on it. There's something crazy about that. So you can just talk about money all day long. I mean, you could pull out a uh, old dime and just talk about where it's been. Has it been to Utah? I don't know. 
Has it been to Hawaii? Probably. So you can talk a lot about money that way. Um, crime, you know, here's what I don't like about crime podcasts. I don't like true crime podcasts. I really like the false crime podcasts where um, a crime has actually not been committed, but people are actually accusing people of crimes. And uh, that's when you do that, you create tension. Um, and that tension can come in the form of a lawsuit. It can, uh, it, you know, it can be um, your neighbor coming over and uh, throwing a turkey at you or something like that. But yeah, that's get get into a false crime podcast because everybody else is doing true crime. So don't worry about it. So let's think about your audience, though. I mean, we talked about my audience. My audience usually has very little personality and a Judas Priest belt buckle. Um, you know, just, and I forgot to mention this, they really like pamphlets. So, you know, that that's my audience. Your audience may, um, you know, may have an extra foot. And I mean, gosh, there's a lot of them out there, isn't there? So, I mean, if you get everybody with an extra foot, they are going to listen to your podcast. They're going to send you buckets of nickels because you are playing to the people with extra feet. Um, as far as sexiness, sexiness goes, um, I have no idea what that is. Um, I've never experienced anything um, sexy or sexual or anything like that. I've been pretty much uh, in a room by myself since I was three. Um, so I, I don't know anything about that. So I like to talk about a lot because I think that's another important thing about podcasts is you should always talk about things you don't know anything about. Always, always have subjects. And, and if you interview, have guests on that you don't know anything about and just, just make sure you really dig into that stuff that you don't know. Now, how do I get my money? You know, I do have a Patreon. Um, it's uh, Patio Vix Uncomfortable Conver uh, Uncomfortable Conversations. Um, that's that's where a lot of people send money. Um, I, I you know I don't I don't like to talk in figures um, and I don't like to brag, but in 2021 I made five dollars off of Patreon. So you know I I I I know you guys are all podcasters and I know this can. Uh, hurt sometimes, but you know, five bucks on Patreon, that's pretty good. Um, as far as Ko-Fi is concerned, um, Ko-Fi is, okay, I think he is much better than Kendrick Lamar. Um, so I, I've listened to Ko-Fi since the 80s, and um, he used to be with uh, Run DNC, and um, then he went off on his own. Kofi is absolutely my favorite hip hop artist, and um, he sends me a lot of money. Uh, once again, I don't like to talk in, in hard facts here, but Kofi sent me three dollars last year, so that's that's a big source. As far as my OnlyFans go, um, I only have one fan. It's Ko-Fi, and basically what we do is we pretend we're doing an OnlyFans type thing, and he watches me um, not know anything about sex. So it's, it's, really, a, it's really a good thing. Um, I did start a Kickstarter for my uh, podcast. My goal 
my goal, and I set it high, was $7.58. I needed that $7.58 in order to buy this font because this is one of my favorite fonts and it doesn't come cheap. So I um, I started the Kickstarter and I, I want to tell you, Ko-Fi came in strong. He gave me $3 last year and he put a buck fifty towards the Kickstarter. Um, apparently if you don't completely fund your Kickstarter, you don't get any money. So Kofi got his buck 50 back cause he was the only one. Next slide. Love it. Um, <laughs> 456 is really my favorite number because 455 was the year that uh this is ad 455 if you are um if you follow that uh gregorian calendar um so 456 is right after 455 and right before 457 in that particular year the glacier in iceland melted more than it did in 1258 uh i how do I know that? I just know. So that's, it's a really good number. I love that number. I put it on pretty much all my stationery. Um, exploit your listeners. I mean, always, always take advantage of anybody that is listening to your podcast. So um, t tell them you're sick. Um, tell them that uh, all, all these people with uh, three feet are so lucky. I've only got two, you know, do that really really dig in and I, I you could make 50 50 25 bucks in a year if you do that um always always if they have wings take those wings off of them we don't want them flying away and knowing that there are other podcasts out there so we want to make sure we keep them grounded by taking their wings and only allowing them to listen to your podcast on that mp3 player that is pre-2008. And I don't know if I even have to talk about this. I, I think everybody in the world knows this, that pollution is what makes podcasts work. So if you don't have a lot of trash in your neighborhood and your lakes are not just full of raw sewage, then your podcast is just going to go way way down in the ratings you want you want smog you want i mean you want just utter filth um all around you and all around your podcast and all around your listeners it, 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 just a dystopian universe that just lives on trash that's what you want for your listeners and then they send you a bunch of dough next slide Yeah, um, I have no problem lying, and you shouldn't either if you have a podcast. Uh, so if you are going to get into like a five-step program on, on your podcast talking about, okay, step one is to eat a battery, and step two is to try to spit that battery into a bozo circus uh, grand prize game type bucket and then step three is to eat another battery and 
once you shove five uh, batteries in your mouth, oh golly, you know it really it, it's it's electrifying. And uh, you put that put that in your on your tongue. And sometimes people die. You know, I, I, I'll I'll be totally honest. People do die going through my five step program. Um, the thing is, is don't ever admit it. Don't ever say that you told them, even though it's on your podcast, you said, hey, eat five batteries. Well, just never admit it. Say, hey, that's not my voice. That's not my voice. That's not me. You can't prove it's me. There's no fingerprint on this. It's not me. It's not my voice. And um, every time somebody talks to you, you know, plead the fifth. And, And when I say plead the fifth, you know I'm talking about the rock and 70s band, The Fifth Dimension. I'm not talking about The Fifth Amendment. I am talking about, hey, Fifth Dimension, they got the guitars, they got the bass, they got the drums, they got the horns. They put it all together and give you that funky 70s vibe. So always plead the fifth on that. And as you know, my Kickstarter didn't do too well. Uh, so, you know, Ko-Fi was the only one to donate to that. So, um, you really got to dig into the battery stuff and, and, uh, you know, you will lose a few listeners due to death, but, uh, the rest of them are going to send you a bunch of money because it's, uh, it's quite an experience next. Yeah. In conclusion, I, (laughs) I just have to say that uh, I'm not really alive. I've, I'm uh, basically a skin bag that somebody has stuck their hand into my head and is doing a ventriloquist type thing with me. That person doesn't want to come out because it's Ashton Kutcher. Uh, you know, I don't like to name drop or anything like that, but I'm pretty much Ashton, Ashton Kutcher's um, skin bag. And he uses, he brings me out whenever he wants to scare the kids or, um, um, do a podcast that's really, really bad. So, um, he has actually given me, um, 50, 50, uh, trillion and $1 in monopoly money for using me as a skin bag. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's important to not be real um, and only be a puppet for somebody who is obviously in the Illuminati. So that's, it's really the way to make it in podcast world. And, uh, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. I, I have I have a question. Okay, come on in. Talk to me. First, thanks. You are welcome. Second, I listened to your podcast once. Thank you. You got it. Uh, Mr. Prime, Mr. Prime. Thank you for the presentation. Um, now you spoke some on Ko-Fi. Um, I know this is a little outside the scope of your presentation, mate. But I was curious of your opinion as, with regards to their tenure as the uh, Secretary General of the UN. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, somebody that is so well-rounded like that. You know, you you are the best 
hip hop artist in the world for so many years. Me? And then Oh. Oh. <laughs> is it me? <laughs> I and and uh then you um get, you know, under under um uh Bush Senior's office, you get put into uh, the uh, what? What did you call it? The the, the UN. Yeah, the UN. That's it. <laughs> Which is much better than the NU. Um, yeah, put it. Putting him in the UN was the best thing you can do because he is lovable. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. I got to say about okay. that. Hell yeah, Michael, jokester. Uh, yeah, I um. I don't actually have a question for you, but I did have some advice. Uh, you were talking about uh, polluting uh, mm-hmm. the the world in order to make mm-hmm. more money off of your uh, podcast. And mm-hmm. I found that the best way to do that is to only take Bitcoin um, for payment for your uh, OnlyFans or your Kickstarter or anything like that. The Bitcoin market is booming right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make tens of thousands of dollars to, you know, your your one regular dollar. Uh, mm-hmm. And it also causes, it uses so much electricity and it causes so much waste. Um, so it, if you wanted to start taking Bitcoin, uh, you could do a lot of damage to the planet uh, for n- no reason at all. Excellent. I, I, I really appreciate it. Is, is there a podcast about that maybe? Oh, there's seven or 8,000 of them. Okay. Um, I think half of them are uh, Phil Better podcasts. So you might want to check those out. Yeah, I'll I'll have to check it out because, you know, I always thought cryptocurrency was something that Stephen King came up with. And I'm always looking for the crypt keeper to, you know, just give me that uh, scary money. Ooh. Hey, uh, trucker hat, Bill. What you got for me? Hell yeah. What's, uh, what's your podcast about? (laughs) Well, it's a little thing I like to call uncomfortable conversations where I tell the guest that's going to be a comfortable conversation and then I bring them on and I'm really mean to them. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is nobody knows what I'm doing because nobody listens. Except for Kofi, I uh, I do believe we have a question from the audience. Uh, Blue Shoe yeah. Nick asks, "Patty, what's up with turkeys being the only woodland fowl that can unlock doors?" Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's the uh, symmetry of their feathers. If if you had uh, feathers that were th- that beautiful, symmetrical, round, and yet not round. I mean, you'd unlock doors too. I mean, you can't see a peacock doing that. They're 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 almost asymmetric because their tails down half the time. So yeah, uh, it's just the way it is. It's the way evolution made turkeys. Very good. And uh, with no further questions coming from the audience, I believe we can move on to our third presenter. Uh, this is going to be Michael. All jokes, Colby. Let's bring up that presentation. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Now, my presentation today is going to be just packed full of jokes. 
you're not even going to be able to stand the amount of jokes that I have during my presentation. But we're also going to give you some real some real advice. Um, what what we want to do is we want to monetize ourselves, not our podcasts. Uh, as as everyone knows, uh, podcasts are absolutely useless. Uh, they're worthless. They're not worth anything. Um, anybody can have a podcast and everybody does have a podcast. And most of them are terrible. Uh, nobody listens to them and uh, nobody should listen to them. So instead of selling your crappy dumb show, why don't you sell your crappy dumb self? Uh, next slide, please. Now, a podcast has no hands, uh, so it's not going to be able to sign its name. Um, it can't get a loan from the bank because it can't sign its name to the paperwork. Um, you can't give a concept money. Um, I will now, if I was wearing pants, I would pull my wallet out right now and show you all the money that I have, but instead... Um, I'm just going to let you imagine what it would be like. I pull out my wallet. Of course, there's, you know, several hundred $20 bills, $50 bills, $100 bills. Um, you can imagine that because I'm sure that everybody else's wallet is full of money, too, because the economy is doing so good right now. Mostly how great the Bitcoin is doing. Um, the government's doing a great job with what, you know, they're supposed to be doing. So everybody has a ton of money. And who cares? You know, we're all so rich. It doesn't matter that, you know, I have a bunch of hundreds of dollars. Um, a podcast can't count coins, uh, but I can. And uh, if I had anything as small as a coin, I just throw those things in the garbage. Um, I would show you that I can count coins, but I, I don't have any because why would I? The smallest thing I keep on me is a 20 and that's that's just to, to tip other podcasters. Um, it can't fill out a deposit slip. It can't do anything. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know whose idea it was to monetize podcasts because podcasts have no idea of what to do with money if you give it to it. So we're going to sell ourselves. Um, next slide, please. Now, if you give me money, I can go to an outdoor adventure park. Um, an outdoor adventure park is a park that is outdoors, and you can go on, on an adventure in there. Maybe there's some sort of wild jungle cats just roaming free in this adventure park. And one of the things that they do in these adventure parks is uh, they give you a scimitar. Uh, it's very sharp. And uh, you have to go and and kill one of these uh, jungle cats with just your wits. Uh, you have no sort of armor. Uh, you have no sort of... In fact, you're completely nude. And all you can do is kill a tiger with your sword and your bare hands. Uh, or you can fashion traps. Um, so that's what an adventure park is. A podcast can't go to an adventure park. Only yourself can. Um, you could order a Peloton and get into better shape. Um, now, a Peloton is a very expensive, like 
some would say needlessly expensive exercise bike with an iPad attached to it that tells everyone that you're exercising as if, you know, you can't just do that on Facebook. Go on and say, I'm exercising. Who cares? Um, Or, you know, a podcast can't do that. A podcast has not only no arms, but the podcast also has no legs, so it can't pedal a Peloton. Um, uh, Or I, my podcast can't, uh, none of them can go to a Lost themed walkabout. Um, Now, the thing about Lost is I've never watched it. uh, Not a second of it. Uh, I know that um, a plane crash, there's an island, there's a hatch, uh, there's a snake, a smoke monster. Um, They find out that people are in limbo and then in the season finale they all go to hell um and that's lost uh but a podcast has no arms it can't sign paperwork it has no legs it can't hold uh it can't pedal a peloton it has no eyes it can't watch lost uh so giving a podcast money would be useless. I can do all of those things. You know, if I wanted to go on a lost themed walkabout, um, I could use my eyes to watch all of lost. I'm not going to do that, but I could, if I wanted to, but I don't want to next slide, please. Now people like problems. Uh, that's what they pay for. Uh, my biggest problem right now is the fact that now I don't want to get into it, uh, but since they're not here, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. I don't think they watch um, these shows anyway, but uh, Zach Wiseman and Dylan Terry, um, they have me on a lot of their shows. Um, they have me on there because they know that I'm funnier than both of them. I'm smarter than either of them. Um, I'm better looking and they want me on their shows, but, uh, they don't pay me anything. Uh, they don't give me credit on the YouTube, uh, on the YouTube. Uh, what do you call those show notes? Whatever you call show notes on YouTube. Um, there's no links to any of my other shows. Um, those guys are real jerk offs. Uh, and not only that, but Zach Wiseman also looks like a dollar store version of me. Um, and I don't think that's very uh, cool. I think he should uh, shave the beard, uh, possibly down to a mustache or or just a Van Dyke. Just just the little so, uh, just the little uh, bottom chin thing. Um, and Dylan is just showing off by having, you know, that very solid hairline and that thick, luxurious hair. <laughs> Um, I think that they're both a couple of uh, overrated uh, jerk offs who don't uh, give credit to the 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 good version uh, of of some nobodies. Uh, Again, I don't like to air out my dirty laundry, but there it is. Uh, Actually, that's not true. I did want to air it out. That's why I made this slide. Duh. Next slide, please. Now, implement um that's when you take an idea and you you implement that idea 
um, just like when I come up with a character uh, six or seven seconds before I log on uh, to one of these calls, I'm thinking about a character and they always pay off. Um, every time I start one of these, um, I have an idea for a character and they always go exactly how I want them to go. Um, just like how this week I'm full of jokes. And last week when I was Michael, no jokes, Colby, pff, fuck, I was hilarious. That episode, this episode, whatever. I I'm terrible. It, sometimes it happens. Uh, so give me some money. Next slide, please. Uh, here's the people I get money from. Look. On my Patreon, um, of course, my mom is on there. Who, I mean, who's mom? Whose first patron is not their own mom? Everybody's first patron is their mom. Um, I also get it from Zach Wiseman's mom. Um, not only do I get money in my Patreon from Zach's mom, but I also have um, a, a, a free a free subscription to her OnlyFans. Um, and sometimes I'm on there, but we're not going to talk about that. I also get money from your mom. Um, everybody's moms love me. I I don't know whether it's the thick, luxurious beard, the beard that's much thicker and nicer than Zach Wiseman's. Um, it's, it's salt and pepper. Uh, moms love that kind of thing. Um, I also get money from Tom, Dick, and Jane. Uh, those are my three biggest Patreons, my my patreons that's what they're called um and i have to say their name and every week everybody thinks it's funny when i get to dick because it's the same as a penis real funny guys um i also get money from donations and residuals from if you watch uh my other show that i don't get enough credit for uh because some nobody's takes it all um I have another show called No Time to Binge, and uh, if you watch that, you'll know I'm in all sorts of television shows uh, from, I think the first one I was in was in 1982, um, up until, uh, you know, I was in uh, a couple of shows in, in 2027. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, next slide, please. Now, with money, uh, the impact of your podcast sales, because everybody knows that you buy podcasts. Um, if you're getting podcasts for free, uh, you're stealing them. You, you, you have to be giving money to not the podcasts. You need to be giving money to the creators of these podcasts, such as myself, um, Without money, you're not getting the best quality podcast that you can. Um, everybody knows that what podcast creators put up on their free feeds is garbage. Um, if you want the good podcasts, you have to go to the Patreon feed and buy the good podcasts. Otherwise, whatever you're listening, like, I don't know what you're listening to. I've listened to a lot of podcasts and... I can tell you now they're almost all garbage. So um, go to the Patreons, uh, buy the, buy the good podcasts from people. And, uh, but you're not buying the podcast. You're giving money to the people 
to give you their good versions of the podcast. Next slide, please. Now, in conclusion, zucchinis, they look like dicks. If you can't get to the adult store to buy a dildo, just go to the grocery store and buy a dozen zucchinis. That'll last you at least a week. Um, and by the end of the week, they're getting nice and soft. You can get the bigger ones up there. Um, no matter where you're putting them, uh, they fit. Um, so if you subscribe to my OnlyFans is what I'm saying, um, you can watch me insert week old zucchinis into whatever orifice. You know, if you give me enough money, you give me the money, not my OnlyFans. Uh, because the OnlyFans has no arms, has no legs, has no eyes. I have all of those things. I use them to insert zucchinis in myself. Um, so that's that's the end of my presentation. What we want is we want money for the people creating the podcasts, not the podcast themselves that's stupid why would you even think of something like that um i'll take any questions that anyone in either the audience or uh the panel has yes i saw zevon prime's hand going up very slowly but i saw it going up first uh yes thank you for the presentation um i was wondering if you wouldn't mind uh telling us your only fans link uh yeah, it's uh, it's onlyfans.com backslash Michael Big Cheese Colby, Excellent. and the Big Cheese stands for uh the the large amount of cheese that's uh on my penis. Oh, <laughs> any other questions? Uh, Patio Vic. I uh, took notes, Mister Colby. Mm -hmm. Uh, so first off. You were talking about a Peloton, and I think you got that wrong because a Peloton, that's that bird that's by the ocean with the great big, great big uh, beak thing. So, no, 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 I'm sorry. You're, you're, the Peloton is the bike. A Peleon is that bird. Oh, if never mind. Of a, or if you're thinking of a Pelican, that's a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and this this Wiseman character, um, mm -hmm. uh, why would he want Dick Van Dyke on his face? Well, it's a popular it's a popular form of uh, manscaping where you carve uh, Dick Van Dyke's face into your facial hair. Oh, mm -hmm. um, I might, it was I... it was very popular in the. 50s okay when dick van dyke was very popular okay. um, there's also a van Patten, um which people don't like nearly as much yeah yeah well you know i i liked him a lot eight is enough was great um what this is my last question um okay. i mean i i, I know your mom pay, plays a big part of this but you know what what if your mom's dead um, well, then you're just going to have to rely on Zach Wiseman's mom 
Uh, okay. She's she's very generous with her money. Um, she's also generous with uh, other things. Okay. Um, and and in reality, uh, she can pay for everyone's uh, Patreons. All right. I'll give her All a right. call. Thank you. Absolutely. Definitely do that. Yep. Thank you. Let's see. I think we have a few questions in the audience. Mm-hmm. We can bring on, uh, of course, Blue Shoe Nick is asking, Michael, have you ever monetized your zucchini so much it starts to chafe? It chafes in the beginning. Um, once you have monetized enough zucchini, um, it, you build up sort of a sort of a layer of keratin um, around <laughs> anywhere that you're using those zucchinis. Um, so it's it, it's sort of a double-edged sword because it, you know on one hand um, it doesn't chafe anymore, but on the other hand, you know you don't get all the sensation that you used to. And we have a two-part audience question from uh, Tina Marie Celine, and her first she asks, "How do you podcast?" and then follows up with, "Do I pay for promoters now or later?" <laughs> um, well, you podcast by setting up uh, podcast equipment. Um, you have to spend uh, several thousand dollars. Uh, it's not easy or cheap to to set up your podcast. You need at least nine microphones. Uh, you need a very expensive mixer. You need at least six laptops uh, running different things at all times. You need a high-end camera um, because even if you're not putting your podcast up on YouTube or VTube or Twitch or OnlyFans or Pornhub or anywhere that you would put your podcast up, uh, you still want to videotape it because it, somebody might want to watch it, you know, later after humanity is dead and the aliens or whoever evolves to be the next uh, ruler of the Earth um, might want to see how the humans lived, what they did, what they talked about, even if it was completely useless um, garbage like most podcasts talk about. Um, and you, you want to pay for the promoters as soon as you can, um, pay for promotion, um, pay the promotion, uh, anybody who messages you, uh, on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, just give them your money immediately. Um, none of them are scams. They will all get you thousands of listens. Excellent. All right. And, uh, any other questions, trucker hat bill, do you have a question for me? You've never listened to my podcast once. That's too bad. All right. Um, then I will give away the rest of uh, my time Excellent. to whoever needs it. Well, with our last ado tonight, I believe our closing speaker will be Trucker Hat Bill. And let's get their presentation on screen. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I just drank three energy drinks. So it's not going to be as slow as it was intending to be at the start of this. <laughs> Now, one thing that I do know a lot about is monetizing podcasts, and it's pretty easy. One, you do live podcasts. You do it in your truck. That's what you do, and when all the change falls out, you keep all that change. That's one quick way. That's how I'm going to start this off, giving you free tips nonstop. But 
what I'm going to tell you here is why money good and how podcasts get money. Easy. Keep doing live stuff. Put it in their faces. You go to every single IHOP, truck stop, Circle K, Wawa, Royal Farms, anywhere that has gas and fried chicken, and you start telling people shit. And you tell them, hey, that's a podcast. You want to ride? Get in the truck. Next slide. Now, why money is a good thing to be having? Very easy. I broke it down to a chart real fast. Now, there's future-oriented and past-oriented money. Now, I know if Michael Colby was on this podcast, the no-jokes one, he would make some kind of stupid comment about that only being a rug. But no, I'm talking about persuasion. You got negative and you got positive. Now, some things can be excitement and hope. That can also bring you money. That's pretty good. Some things can bring fear and worry. That can also bring you money. That's good. Some things will bring you sadness and disappointment. And that will bring you money. And that's good. Now, some things will bring you satisfaction and or joy. Now, that will also get you money, which is good. So depending on where you look at it, depending on where this person gets into your truck and you start telling them, which of the IHOPs or which of the Waffle Houses has the best flavored butter? Once they get out of your truck, you scoop up all that change. Next slide, please. Now, how podcasts get money fast. A lot of people ask me this when we're headed down I-95, going southbound, hardcore. Whoop, whoop. Now, what I can tell you is there are many different ways of doing it. You can do it advertising advertising You can do it merchandising it you can also do it donationally there's also threatens now the last one is pretty easy especially when you're close to the borderline in this big rig over here i can throw anybody in the back of this song bitch and get all their coins gobble 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 now when it comes to advertisement there are so many bathrooms along i-95 southbound that you could just put any old handwriting scratch save that money don't pay for friggin advertising just scratch that thing in all those truck stop bathrooms and like i said just go up to people and just hand them shit out of your pockets and say you want to know about this come in my truck i'll tell you the podcast next slide please <laughs> now why holding duck in old countries like having money in america oh boy if there's one thing i like other than this truck back here it's america if, I, if there's something else after that it's holding a goddamn duck. Now, listen, <laughs> many ways to hold a duck. Two ways that I found will get you money in my truck. One, cradle that son of a bitch. You treat that, you treat that duck like it's a pigskin, and you're running that thing all the way down to the end zone. Number two, you can side pin that son of a bitch. Treat it like it's one of those hogs you find in Lancaster, which is close to I-95 <laughs> southbound. Now, I put a lot of charts on here because this is a lot of places that I stopped to go to the bathroom. I'm looking for ducks up and down I-95. Each one of those plots, I've either cradled, side pin, hog tied, goddamn near everywhere you can hold a duck to try to get money in my truck. Next slide, please. What is average podcast listening with money? Y'all, I'm about to tell you. Listen, you do one of these, y'all? First thing. <laughs> First thing, you got to do that first, y'all. <laughs> but then once people say, hey, are you going southbound on 5 You start rolling that pit, son bitch. That's what you do. You start rolling that pitch. You go, oof. You can't. Listen, y'all. 
Hell yeah. Now, with the pitch, like I said, <laughs> it's a back and forth kind of mission here. You, you really got to let that person know, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to give you a ride down southbound I-95. <laughs> <laughs> now, while you're driving, though, here's the problem. You might get a crank in your neck from all the all the yawn y'all been doing. <laughs> you got to get the roll on. That lets people know you're a serious song bitch truck driver trying to get down I-95 southbound. And like I said, somebody asks you, you going down north? Next slide, please. <laughs> now, how giving money to podcasts feels like? This is an easy one. Sometimes when I'm hauling shit in the back of this thing, like bananas, avocados, anything that comes up from that filthy ass state from Philadelphia or Florida, when I'm going down <laughs> North 95, then you get those rats back there. Now, rat sees light easy. It goes hit the lever, turns the light on. Rat approaches the lever. <laughs> I thought it just hit it. Nope, still approaching it. Now, rat. <laughs> It presses that goddamn lever back there, and that's what that light keeps coming on. Now, from what my pappy said when he was driving this old truck before me, he says, if there's ever an interior light on, the cops are going to get you. So I go back there and try to get them rats off that goddamn lever, because guess what? Rats ain't got no coins. They can't leave shit in the truck. Next slide, please. Downsize is giving money for podcasts. It's easy. It's easy, boy. Whoo, is it easy? See, as I'm going down southbound 95, sometimes my legs get all cramp. And all of a sudden, I have to get out of this truck and stretch out my crampy-ass legs. Because one time, doctor says I got a bone spur, whatever the hell that is. And it grows up like some kind of kangaroo foot. Next thing you know, the person that's in the truck trying to listen to my live podcast is like, I ain't going to give you money if you keep getting out of the truck like this. What you think this is, a Wawa truck stop? And I stretch one leg super far as I'm still driving down on 95 southbound. That's why one of my legs is super long. One of my legs is in it for the business. Next slide, please. Now, in conclusion, like I said, when you're pinning or hog tying these ducks in the beginning and you're looking for some inspiration or some money on how to get some goddamn coin for your podcast, don't fret. You got to get the y'all. And they say, hey, are you going southbound? And I say, roll on, my friend, if you want a podcast. Because once they get out, scoop, 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 that's all that coins. And it's easy to make money off podcasts. All you got to do is just put a little bit of time and effort in it. Scratch yourself, any kind of phone number or websites, into all the bathrooms possible. And if anybody's asking you, if you're going southbound 95, you know what to say. Y'all. I think that concludes my podcast about how to make money. I meant presentation. God damn it. I'm all hyped up on these energy drinks. I've never spoken this fast in my entire life. Now, I will take every single question because I got nothing to do until lights out in the back of this thing and I head down south on 95. Uh, Patio Vic. Not really a question, but I think you may be turning into an ostrich. Nah, y'all, y'all, y'all. Oh boy, I believe I saw all jokes Colby with a question. Uh, yeah, when you're going south on I 95, um, do you Hard. go all the way through Virginia? And that's not my question. Um, 
when you're live broadcasting your podcast, um, is mm-hmm. is your camera below you and facing up so that we can see the uh, the rebel flag that's on the roof of your truck there? Because I only mm, watch live I'm... podcasts that are that are shown from a, a very low angle so that I can see the whole neck and the the beard on the neck of the guy who yeah. uh, is is you know talking about the government and conspiracies and uh, things like sure. that. Sure, sure, sure. Well, here's the thing: I don't record my podcast visually, audibly. Not even emotionally. If you want it live, you got to come find it. Usually headed southbound down I-95. Do you broadcast it live? Just you don't, or or you no, have to be in the truck I, to hear the podcast. It is a podcast per person, per coins. That's it. You want the podcast? Get in the truck. We'll head down I-95. We'll talk about lots of things. I'll tell you where this hat came from. I'll tell you how this gear shifter got the geode inside of it. I'll tell you everything. Okay. Do you also take grass or ass as payment? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, I do not, sir. If it don't jingle, I don't want it. Uh, Zevon Prime, hit me with it. Uh- Thank you for the presentation. Um, I was confused about why mm. you have so many rats in your truck and they're able to control the lights. Um, I was wondering if you could speak on that and elaborate potentially. Well, yeah, sometimes when you're heading up north 95, it's because you're coming from that rat hole of a state, Florida. And you never know what they're carrying back there, whether it's some dead bodies they want to put in Virginia or West Virginia, whether it's some bananas that are just a little too brown, even for pudding. It don't matter what it is. Just sometimes those rats get back there. Now, why do I have levers back there? That's a good question. I didn't put them back there. They've always been back there. What I found is once those levers are pushed, that's how I know rats are back there. That's when I get back there and shush them out. First, I ask if they want a podcast. Second, I ask if they want to go to Southbound 95. Third, I just shush them out because they don't have any money, nor do they want podcasts. Okay. Okay. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, sure. I believe uh, Patty Ovick had another question. Yeah, would you call that a Jerry Van Dyke beard style? Hmm. Now, that is a good question. I've shaved many things into this facial hair off many different truck stops going down southbound 995. Um, this one currently is not a Jerry Van Dyke, nor is it a Dick Van Dyke. It is a Phil Van Dyke, which is this one guy who tells me he owns a Waffle House down in Florida off southbound 95. I don't think it's true, but he does cut my beard. Fair enough. And I believe we have one question from the audience. Uh, Blue Shoe Nick says, Bill, do you ever think about... Any other questions? Bill, Blue Shoe Nick is asking, do you ever think about swapping you? Yeah, one time I I did swap a y'all... Oh, yeah. You can read it. Go ahead and read it. You're you're hyped up. (laughs) Oh, no, I thought it was already up there. Go ahead and read it, goddammit. Bill, do you ever think about swapping y'all for you or yar? Y'all. 
I did a couple times, boy, but let me tell you, it did not turn out good. People were confused. They asked if they wanted a podcast, and they said something, and I didn't listen. I just started talking, and they said, oh, I thought I said y'all, which was a no, and that was just too much for me. So had to go. Had to, had to go. Let's see. I think that may wrap up our questions for the evening. And with no nice. further adieus to give, I believe we are at the final portion of our show uh where each member of the panel will indicate which of the speakers they think deserves to win the fifty thousand dollar grant and the nostalgia prize the betamax uh now we'll each pan we are going to indicate this by holding up which finger represents the panelists that we think should win tonight's prize of course i am number one patty ovick is number two michael all jokes colby is number three and trucker hat bill is number four so on the count of three we will go in one Two, three. And I believe with two out of four votes, the majority is given to Trucker Hat Bill, meaning he is the winner of the scholarship and the nostalgia prize. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I've really been uh, wanting to win this thing for quite a while. And uh, I'm just excited to send in my video for next week. That's this great. Trucker Hat oh. Bill, as the winner of this week, can you give us the topic for next week's conference? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to be cheapest but best gas stations down I-95 southbound. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thematically appropriate, as always. Uh, and that concludes our conference for the week. Uh, I have been your host, Zevon Prime. We will now, uh, of course, outro all of our guests by telling you where you can find them uh patio vic where can people find your stuff where can i listen to you or see you uh on the internet mostly <laughs> of course oh yeah i you know i i don't particularly have a podcast but uh i listen to behind the bits most of the time just type it in the freaking search bar it's not that hard excellent <laughs> uh and michael all jokes colby uh, yeah, you can find me at Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex uh, anywhere that you download your podcasts. And that's the bad version. Uh, if you want the good version, you can go to patreon.com backslash Jack Billings, or you can go to onlyfans.com backslash Michael Big Cheese Colby uh, and see my <laughs> cheesy balls. <laughs> Trucker Hat Bill, close us out. Uh, obviously, you can see everything that Dylan writes that I try to make uh, less funny somehow by talking it. Uh, anywhere on some nobodies, uh, open up your Tamagotchis or any kind of electronic uh, paper towel holder and just type in <laughs> some nobodies and you see all this cool stuff that Dylan writes. I mess up. And sometimes Michael Colby even makes a little bit better. <laughs> Excellent. And, of course, you can find everything here, PowerPoint Showdown. Uh, we put these up on our YouTube channel at Some Nobodies. But if you want to participate live, you can like Some Nobodies, PowerPoint Showdown, uh, any of those on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, what's the live stream one? Spasm? Twitch. That's the one. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn. We're, uh, we're, we're expanding our, our feelers into every crevice of the internet. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, I'm going to leave that statement to be the final statement for this episode. Bye, everybody. Say that in the end, it w it, it works out that the thinkers are the, the most pounds in a company. And the weakness and the strongness are just about equal.
So when we look at business, we're looking at... <clears throat> Thank you for watching PowerPoint Showdown. Today's winner will receive a $50,000 grant courtesy of some nobody's Patreon. Congratulations on your win! Join us next week for another showdown. Thanks for providing that big, 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 big prize, guys.